Nintendo Cartridge Society presents NCS Classic Edition Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy's Kong Quest Part 2. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellis, joined as always by my co-host Mark Mitchell. Hey Patrick, how's it going? Good, Mark. I'm doing well. Yeah, I've me too. Plunge some monkeys into lava <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> Uh yeah, so we just uh, finished playing the first two levels, worlds, whatever you want to call them, uh, of Donkey Kong Country Two: Diddy's Kong Quest. Yeah, we just finished Co- Crocodile Cauldron, which is the volcano, and just beat a giant sword. Right, whose name is Cl- Clanger, Clang, Cling, Cl- Cleaver, Cleaver, Cleaver. Ostensibly, I mean, the level's called Cleaver's Kiln. So right. I assume it's possessive. So I assume it's Cleaver, but apparently, supposedly Cleaver could be that somebody could be else. A, that could be a title. Yeah. Right? He could be the Cleaver. Oh, sure. Or he could be like Airbnb, the kiln <laughs> from Cleaver, and sure. the sword just happens to be there. That's a great point. Right. Also, the sword must be possessed by some sort of demon. So maybe the demon's name is Cleaver. Yeah. Cleaver. Cleaver is also spelled with a K. It should be noted. Yes. Right. Um, so, Mark, we're paying attention a lot to names, right? Um, names of levels and names of enemies Um, and I think part of that is that the the game is rewarding us for having that information locked away yeah Uh, so one of the things that is new to this game that was not in the original Donkey Kong Country is okay to start here talking Mm -hmm. about uh, so one of the new Kongs uh, that introduced in this is Swanky Kong Um, where is Swanky's bonus bonanza there we go um, I kind of like this character. Yeah, I'm into it. He is uh, dressed like a, you know, 1970s game show host. Yeah, like a sparkly blue suit. Yeah, and like holding one of those long microphones. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, you play you play a, a game with him where he quizzes you on things that you've experienced in the game so far. So being like, how many hits did it take to kill this boss? Or what was the name of this level? Or where's the first level where you saw a beetle? Uh, questions like that uh, and that's something that mark you you don't you're not you don't care for the banjo kazooie games right yeah that's right so at the end of the first banjo kazooie game there is a big it's it's a weird it it messes up the pacing altogether but there's a big board game that you have to play and uh, depending on what spaces you land on Sometimes you have to do, like, combat trials. Other times you have to do, like, speed runs uh, of, like, little sections of the game. And then some of them are exactly like this, where it's, like, what was the name of this enemy that you killed in this world? Or, like, sometimes it quizzes you about the, like, dumb little things that, like, the witch teases you with. And it, this, you know, obviously same developer. So it, it's cool to see that, like, kind of proto version of that idea playing out in Donkey Kong Country 2. Similarly, so I jumped from Donkey Kong Country, and the next Donkey Kong game I played was Donkey Kong 64. Yes. And so I was like, what are, what's up with all these collectibles in Donkey Kong 64? Yes. Because I missed these, obviously, baby steps. There are so many different collectibles in Donkey Kong Country 2. Let's uh, let's see if we can break them down. Yeah, let's see if we can. We, if we can. There's <laughs> I'm, so I'm many. I'm not convinced we can. Yeah. So you There's got your bananas. bananas, right? There are the different colored balloons. Yeah, let, let's try to. So the bananas you collect 100 to get a life. Uh huh. Right. Different colored balloons. Uh, red gives you one extra life. Blue, Blue is two, two and, and green, green is three. three. I think that's probably right. 
if if it's not right, Swanky's not here to, <laughs> to dock us <laughs> coins. Speaking of coins, there are banana coins. Uh huh. And you spend those. You spend those at for tips from CrankyCon, like hints. Right. Um, how to play the game with Wrinkly Kong. Wrinkly Kong. Who is sort of if if uh Cranky is the grandfather of the Kong family, Wrinkly is the grandmother. Not to imply necessarily that there's a relationship between the two of them. I don't know if there is. And she's at the Kong College. Yes. Okay. And then you can also spend them on playing Swanky's game. And is that it? Yeah. Saving the game if you... If you've already saved in that world once. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Next item. Next collectible item. Um, The... Creme coins? Creme coins. Which is like, they have K. Rule on it. Yeah, Captain K. Rule. Uh-huh. Who I could have sworn was a king as recently as the last game. But now he's on a ship. It's still a pretty severe demotion <laughs> from king to captain. In any event, he has his face on uh, a currency, so maybe it's not a demotion at all. And then there's DK coins. Oh, okay, so the K. Rule coins, those are for, there's a big buff crocodile yeah kremlin kremlin who i believe his name is clubba yeah clubba and you have to have 18 of them 15 15 for the bridge right which we don't know what that does yet because we don't have 15 right uh yeah the he he first shows up in the second world in the crocodile cauldron and says you can cross my bridge if you give me 15 krem coins and then you're given the option like give him the coins uh fight him or leave uh and so we were like oh let's try fighting him and you know he just like clubs you away and that's the end of it it's actually pretty cute there's dk coins mm-hmm. which maybe one per level it, it seems like there's one per level but we don't know what those do yet they may not do anything they may just be another like collectible gross thing and then stars uh, right but stars are only in the like, bonus worlds right and when you collect all of those then you get something else also there are the letters k-o-n-g in every letter. So level. let's that's let's break it down. Okay. That ba- wasn't breaking bananas. It down. <laughs> uh-huh. Balloons. Uh-huh. Uh banana coins. Uh-huh. The K rule coins. The DK coins. Stars letters. I think that's it. Seven different collectibles. Seven. Ugh. It's a lot. It's I I kind of feel like it's too many. It does the distinction between the <laughs> the K rule coins and the DK coins. That's a lot. Although I, I kind of like that there is, if what, what we believe to be true about the DK coins is correct, is correct, um, that there's just one of them in every level. Mm-hmm. And you just need to like find and tag that one thing. Um, but maybe, yeah, the distinction between the uh, Kremlin coins and the regular coins, that's too much. Yeah. And st- why why the stars ever? Why ever stars? <laughs> why not more bananas? Why not more bananas? I guess they didn't want it to count towards your total. Who cares? I know. It doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, the game gets really unbalanced if they have access to 30 more bananas. So how are you liking it overall? Uh, I'm liking it. It seems to have gotten difficult fast. Yeah, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that too, but like, we're at the end of the second world, and I try to think about like where you are 
at the end of the second world of uh, the original Donkey Kong Country or any Mario game, and I feel like you're still sitting pretty, right? You're still kind of like, this game's easy. I'm not hitting like any kind of real roadblocks. I'm having fun exploring. But this has been tough, right? Yeah. I For some reason, it feels fine to me, though, because I assume that they assumed that people are coming from Donkey Kong Country oh, to Donkey Kong Country 2. And it's not like they it's an even like plateau. Yeah. You, you know, uh where it's like as hard as it was at the end of Donkey Kong Country, that's our starting point for Donkey Kong Country 2. Right. But the basic mechanics are similar. It doesn't feel too hard to me. Sure. Um but I I I I would say that I am enjoying the game. I was just a little surprised by its difficulty. Y- are you as as well? Yeah, and, I'm enjoying yeah. it too. I, I feel like it, I spent the f- entire first world comparing it to Donkey Kong Country. Mm-hmm. So the first enemy you see is like a little googly-eyed rat. Mm-hmm. And another question that you're asked by Swanky. <laughs> yeah, my immediate thought was like my immediate feeling was like that wasn't in Donkey Kong. <laughs> uh that's like uh, that's so ugly. Like I hate the character design in this game. But it's the same aesthetic as Donkey Kong Country. Absolutely. It's just a different application of it. Yeah. Um so yeah. I am. I'm in. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm. Yeah. I. I'm also enjoying it. I'm. I'm just like thinking about um how different these first two worlds are to the the worlds in Donkey Kong Country. I like the verticality yeah. of these levels. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that you n- never really saw in Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Well, and there's also like Except climbing. For, yeah. Climbing on ropes too. Um, that was never a part of. Uh, the original game where uh you know you're, you're doing that to uh like physically ascend like there was some uh they would cl- uh swing on ropes yeah but that's you know not not quite the same as climbing and in the first game there was also like the water levels had verticality but that's it really. yeah and they've applied that same like idea and mechanic to like rope climbing stuff like that yeah but it's it's interesting how many of the levels uh, do take a very strict vertical approach to them. That it's a, it, the level is a couple screens wide, but several screens tall. Um, where a normal Donkey Kong Country level is probably you know has like three stories of uh screens, but you know scrolls left to right for the most part. What I'm kind of feeling is that Donkey Kong Country Two has sequelitis, where it's like let's give them more of everything they liked. More Kongs, more attitude. Oh yeah, more animal friends let's, that can do more things. Let's talk more about the attitude. <laughs> collectibles, more enemies. Like mm-hmm. it, it. I maybe it's because I'm old, but it feels a gr- like too almost too much to me. Oh yeah, I mean I, and the original really only suffers that when you're in the presence of Funky Kong. And Candy Kong, but that's a, a little bit different. Who we haven't run into yet. No, I'm, I wonder if they axed her and they were like, we already have one woman in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because because Candy was a save point. That's right. And now Wrinkly is. Yes. So she was also Candy uh, would um, like blow kisses at Donkey and Diddy Kong. And maybe they were like, they didn't want there to be any lesbian <laughs> anecdotes <laughs> between her and Dixie. I guess she shows up uh, in the Game Boy Advance version of this game. Okay. As um, the game show host, like uh, sidekick. 
Oh, or like that's... like a Price is Right type model. That's or funny. like the Vanna White. Yeah. So we'll, I guess we'll see if she shows up later if they just in the SNES version she's just gone entirely. Yeah, that would be a weird choice to nix her from one and then be like, no, put her back in. <laughs> and the fans love Candy Kong. Maybe I mean maybe. But let's let's talk about the the attitude here. Sure. Um. So new. None of the new characters really exhibit this kind of attitude, right? Like, Wrinkly Kong is a kindly old grandmother, a.k.a. has no personality in this game. Uh, and Funky is still Funky. But Swanky Kong, he's got his, his, he's got his own thing, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, but Diddy and Dixie are showing off this, like, hyper-90s attitude well, more than anybody else, Only right? when they complete a level yes. successfully by, like... Because sometimes that happens and sometimes it doesn't. So it's like when you get a coin or like... At the end, the ends of the levels, there are like these little targets that you have to jump on. And if you jump on them from high enough or you get shot at, shot out of a barrel to hit them, then like the little thing oh, hits Oh, I, yeah. did, I didn't understand that it was about like momentum into it. Right. Because if you just like walk into it, then then they just walk off the stage and you hear the victory music and that's it. But if they're celebrating, um, they got to do it in the coolest way possible. So Diddy pulls out a boombox and shades like drop. One. Yeah, that, like on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And shades drop over his eyes. And his hat magically flips backwards. Uh, and he just rocks out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dixie pulls out an electric guitar and starts shredding. Um, and her hair's like whipping back yeah, and forth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, it's dumb every time, but fun. Uh, is it like I think so? It's like the uh, to me, it's like the peak of yeah, like '90s blue raspberry ratitude. Yeah, I mean, then I just want him to like skateboard <laughs> off the screen and like slam dunk a basketball. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's almost uh, incongruous with the rest of the game, right? Mm, I, I don't know. For some reason, I associate. Donkey Kong Country so much yeah. with the 90s that it doesn't bother me. Like, it feels r- right. <laughs> um, I had mentioned in an episode a while back that I thought that the Donkey Kong Country games were like the Sonic the Hedgehog of, like, Nintendo franchises. Um, and I think we're seeing a lot of that quality in this game. A lot of that, you know, 90s cool... Uh, just getting it up in your face, um, yeah. That that's that's how how this game feels to me. I'm still ultimately enjoying it. Like those little aesthetic things that are dumb that I roll my eyes at aren't so bad that it it gets in the way of anything. How do you feel about the way that Dixie controls? Uh, I feel okay about it because she has a few abilities. Like, mm-hmm. uh, she can kind of helicopter her hair to float for a little bit. Yeah. And she can scoop things up with her hair. It's why, why does everything have to it? be with the hair? Like, I don't understand. I, I don't understand that. And you know, the timing takes a little bit of learning because, uh, when she scoops something up, it's a little slow mm-hmm. and then it's slow to throw and she's not protected cause she's not holding like a barrel in front of her or anything. Right. And that was one of the differences between donkey and, uh, Diddy in the first game is donkey Kong holds a barrel above his head and Diddy holds it. In oh front of yeah. Him. That's a good point. But she doesn't have like any of the heft of donkey Kong. So like, you know, he could do the, that like ground pound thing. 
um, that boom, uh, and was also just bigger, so he could uh, jump on fatter enemies, right? But you're right. That is a um, similar mechanic, though. Yeah, that that she holds it just a little bit differently. Yeah, um, which also means it's maybe a little bit weirder to throw it at uh, a wall you think you can break. You know, you have to just like be more confident of the angle. Whereas Diddy, you know, he's just throwing it straight. They can also stand on top, like on each other's shoulders, mm-hmm. and you can toss one up um, to get to higher places. Yeah, or uh, get a collectible or something, which which is helpful. But I almost always forget about it until I'm like, how am I supposed to? Oh, okay, <laughs> right. Yeah, it almost feels like once we get further into the game and we're more comfortable with the controls and the mechanics that. It'll. That's when we'll want to go back to try to mm. get like the secret mm-hmm. things because we'll be more aware of it, more attuned to it. So this is the uh, the modern gamer and me kind of grumbling a little bit. I wish there was a way to check on each level to see you got this many of this many tokens. You you did get the DK coin in this one. Like right now, without going into it and basically re-exploring the level, you don't know how much of it you've cleared. Especially with so many collectibles. Yeah. You have so much to keep track of. Because you could get to the end of the game and have like 99% com- completion. Yeah. And have no idea. It's out there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, also, I suspect that this game is like the previous game, and there's actually 102% to this game. There was 101 in the first one. Uh, and I assume that there's 102 in this one, because it's a sequel. How are you feeling about the boss battles? I, um, when you think back on Donkey Kong Country, the bosses are very simple. They yes. all basically uh, boil down to pick up this object and toss it yeah. while avoiding projectiles. And these kind of do, but I, I like that they, they're, the boss battles are more dynamic here, or at least the second one was with the sword. Mm-hmm. Well, I, there's a lot about them that's more dynamic. Um, w- one is that, you know, like, like you were saying, you fight them in different ways, but they're also, all of the previous boss battles took place in, like, uh, a- among piles of stolen bananas. And that's not the conceit of this game. Uh, Donkey Kong's bananas haven't been stolen. Donkey Kong himself has been kidnapped, which means that you're able to have these confrontations in places that aren't visually identical, right? So we've only done two bosses, and one of them was, you know, a part of the ship level, right? Um, and the other one was... Yeah, it was like the crow's nest. Yeah, it was the crow's where, nest, like, the... And, that's, and that's where you fight, like, uh, the bird. Um, and then the other one, you're in, like, a lava cave, which is, again, consistent with, like, the theme of the level. So they, it feels more... A, it feels more at home in uh, the, among the levels you've been playing, and B, it makes them separate from each other. I mean, b- yeah, absolutely. I mean, both the bosses that we fought, the mechanics boil down, like how you defeat the enemy is the same. Yeah. Um, but in the second one, the cleaver. Yeah, that's right. Cleaver's uh, kiln. Cleaver's kiln. Like hooks appear. And so you have to like get from one side to the other in a way that is different. Basically, that's what's changed about that boss. Right. Well, and there were banana coins uh, up in the upper right corner. Oh, that's true. So, like, here's a little bit of collectible within the boss. So, like, even the boss fight has secrets to it, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I neither of the bosses were, like, super fun, but 
you know they they're both interesting enough to feel like they're a real part of the game and not you know not like throwing on the brakes for you to have like a frustrating or a kind of pointless fight with a, a vulture whose like head sticks in and goes Grr! i always thought that was a flamingo oh um i always assumed that it was because there are other vultures in the game right yeah you're probably right i'd just always assumed it was a flamingo but it moves more like a flamingo right because if it were a vulture for it to like fly in place like that it'd be like a hummingbird (laughs) (laughs) which you know then its wings would knock everyone down it'd be going so fast i have to say i'm not blown away by this game like i was hoping to be yeah i'm i'm hopeful and confident that the game has more interesting stuff to show us like there's obviously quite a bit of this game left so i'm 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 hoping for more more cool stuff how do you feel about the uh the animal friends we've encountered a bunch yeah we've encountered rambi rambi the swordfish on guard is, is uh, his name and a spider and the snake and the snake and the bird squawk squawk so we've done five it's fine. Again, to me, it feels a little excessive. Yeah. Um, it is a lot. But I, again, I don't know how much of that is me being like, Donkey Kong Country didn't have this many. <laughs> and how much of it actually is. Because, like, the spider's ability is pretty cool. Yeah, so the spider, he can just shoot regular webs. Or he can fire little, like, web balls that he can then turn into platforms. So it allows you to either go above stuff or travel vertically. Um, and that's cool. The snake was a little bit less interesting. He just, he was, a. Uh, it also doesn't make sense. He's a springy snake. You know, like all those snakes you see that are springy all the time. That's why the game Snake Pass is so easy. That's right. Because he can just hop to every <laughs> platform he wants. Can you imagine if Noodle was like that? <laughs> um, yeah. So y- how, how do you feel about, about them? You think it's too much? A little bit. Yeah. I think. Are, there are only four um, animal helpers in the original game, right? And, and yeah, and I feel like two or I feel like Rambi and On Guard are the ones you see the most. Yeah, yeah, and th- yeah, and then there's the ostrich, whose name is like Espresso or Espresso or something, and the frog, Winky, the frog. And the frog jumps high. I'm saying that makes sense for a frog. It doesn't make sense for a snake. Might you hung up on this? <laughs> no. I'm just trying to think because it's like... I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I really am. But at the same... like It kind of controls clunky. And I'm sure that's true of Donkey Kong Country. Um, but going back to it is harder. Yeah. It, it does seem like uh, they have cleared up some of those... Like, as the series has progressed and the the returns and um, Tropical Freeze feel a little bit tighter than this game does. For sure. And especially, like, when you're trying to recover from being shot out of a barrel, that always feels like we don't have a lot of control. Uh, Then means that, you know, that's usually in a vertical level, right? And then you just, they just let you fall. Like, fall down the level for, like, forever. (laughs) And then you just got to make your way back up. I feel like hitboxes on things like the bees mm-hmm. are a little... They're not wonky. It's just you just have to learn them. They don't always mm-hmm. make... You, it feels like you don't... You can In a good way, you can be like further away than you think you would need to be in order to hit it. 
Yeah, but I think the same is true for the platforming too. That like we you don't always know whether um you're looking at the actual end of the platform or the end of where the platform is starting to like fade into the background. Uh and the sw- in the swimming levels it's all like who knows. Yeah, I wish there were we were talking about this I just wish there were more visual cues. Yeah. as to where you can go and like where a secret area is. I guess that would defeat the point of a secret, but those air er- the worlds are so big and you're going you're moving so fast, especially in that level where you have to jump on the seal so it'll spit in the water. So adorable. To clear out the lava. Yeah. This is this is how you combat lava is you get a seal to spit in it and it cools it right down. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, yeah, especially in there it it's hard to um it's hard to appreciate you know, you should test every every single surface to see if you can swim through it. Well, okay, if I stay down here, I'm going to die. That's not fun. <laughs> um, we've got a bunch of lives. So, yeah. Uh, although the game is challenging, there are lots of opportunities to get lives to combat that. M- and mind you, we are, every time we have the opportunity to play Swanky's bonus Bonanza, we do it. Yeah, we do all three. Yeah. Um, and trying to take notes and pay attention. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about the uh, premise of the game? Rescuing Donkey Kong. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Seems fine. Yeah. Uh, it's presented to us strangely, right? Like, you start the game, and first of all, you're just on a, a boat. You're on this ship, and I would have walked right past it, <laughs> but, uh, you know, ended up turning around and exploring a little bit. Well, I don't... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, just the, that. then you go into this cabin and there, there's a note saying, like, I kidnapped Donkey Kong. If you want to rescue him, come get him. Or I don't remember exactly what it said. I, I feel okay about that because that's similar to how the first game starts. You're just outside of Donkey Kong's home and then you go inside. And if you turn back and go inside... Yeah, that's a good point. That's when you, you see that all of his, like, bananas are gone and he gets upset. Right. I mean, there's something like logical about starting at Donkey Kong's house, though, right? <laughs> that's a, gonna, that's a beautiful I'll, sentence. <laughs> I mean, when you're Donkey Kong, where do you start your day? You start your day at Donkey <laughs> at Kong's your house. house. Diddy Kong, what's he doing on, <laughs> on this ship? Is it the ship that from the end of Donkey Kong Country? It could well be. Uh, just in the in the time, I mean, it could it could be that the game is happening minutes later, right? That you finish Donkey Kong Country. Well, then where did he or Dixie come from? I don't know. Diddy's. I I guess I always assumed they were brother and sister. The game implies that a uh, romantic relationship. Possibly yes. one of the swanky questions is what's the name of Diddy's girlfriend? Now I pushed the A button quickly enough uh, to get to the possible answers. That we didn't realize if it had said girlfriend or girlfriend. You know, like sixth grade when you're delineating whether they're girls that are friends. How old or do you gr- think these monkeys are? What level of education do you think they I'm saying seventh to? or eighth grade. <laughs> junior high. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> I mean, they are into, uh, you know, skateboards and boom boxes, and there's no evidence that they're into skateboards. I made that up. <laughs> It's heavily implied. <laughs> uh, possibly inline skating. It would have been the time for it. Mark, uh, do you have any other thoughts about these first two worlds? No, I'm l- I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. I like the variety um, seen so far. Yeah. 
yeah, again, both of these worlds have been unlike just thematically any of the levels in in the first game. So j- just from that, they're trying different stuff and doing having a different way to to present the same kind of levels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that I I just got excited because that was another thing that we were talking about as we were playing. It's neat or I just want to note that all of like the Diddy Kong animations are exactly the same as in uh the first game. Yeah, there's one seemingly one new one which is him pulling out the boom box. <laughs> but yeah, everything else seems to be identical. Yeah, I guess I guess him climbing is also is also new um because it's a new mechanic. But like when uh when he You mean dies, when he has like Yeah, both. when he's got both arms yeah. extended. Um but like when Donkey Kong Diddy Kong dies, he does the same uh like you know, scratch his head whatever he does uh in in the first game and Dixie does this thing where she goes <laughs> and like kind of cries. It's real funny. Um, but it's it's just neat that uh, you know when you think about sequels to other games that they would redo those assets or you know get it more in line. Like from one Mario game to the next, uh, the whole style changes, and the Donkey Kong Country games are like unified in the style. That's true. I mean, I, it makes sense to me since they are kicking these things out the door one a year basically yeah do you think it was originally envisioned as a trilogy (laughs) (laughs) no i imagine it was originally created as six movies but he had to figure out or nine but he had to figure out like where he's going to start the story so it was a nonology at first (laughs) yeah so he's like episode four is going to be the beginning so donkey kong country is i would actually that's if there's a donkey kong country prequel trilogy (laughs) i mean isn't that donkey kong one two and three for oh. the arcade games? Oh my gosh, Mark. <laughs> now, those came first, so it doesn't add out. Right, that's true. It doesn't work. Also, uh, Donkey Kong... Well, yes, yeah, so 2 is Junior. Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Junior, and... Donkey Kong Donkey 3. Donkey Kong 3. Um, whatever happened to that Stanley guy, the protagonist of Donkey Kong Country... Or Donkey Kong 3? What happened... Whatever happened to Donkey Kong Junior? That is the Donkey Kong that we... That is Donkey Kong Country's Donkey Kong. What? Okay, so it is implied that Cranky Kong is the original Donkey You're Kong. You're right. You're right. So I, I, maybe I'm making an assumption here that uh, that's the way the generations work. Um, Cranky could be Donkey's grandfather, in which case there's a missing generation. So maybe, oh, yeah. maybe it's not a prequel we're looking for. It's an interquill <laughs> to see the grown-up adventures of donkey kong jr well couldn't cranky be donkey kong's father and diddy's grandfather so you're saying that that's how i mean there there are a couple problems here right one is that uh donkey kong and diddy kong are not the same species Species. of animal (laughs) but i i I assume that they were peers and not separated by generations who diddy and donkey oh interesting you think that like because I, I always saw them as, like, that their relationship is fraternal, right? That they're, like, brothers. I always assumed they were the same generation. <laughs> I, always assumed they, I always assumed they were different generations. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, and if that's the case, then Donkey Kong is, in fact, Donkey Kong Jr., and Cranky Kong is Donkey Kong. Gotcha. Uh, but it is entirely possible that there is a missing generation of Kong. The lost generation. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got to leave that out for there for the expanded universe books. That, that's right. That's right. Um, 
similarly, uh, Sarah and I were watching a little bit of uh, the Indiana Jones Temple of Doom last night, and it got me wondering why there's no uh, grown-up short round movie. Oh, yeah. Like, that would be a good interquel. I, I want to see his grown-up adventures. That'd I mean, be good. <laughs> that would be fun. <sighs> All right. So we're going to get back to playing this yeah, game. Yeah, let's dig into some more. Um, and then we'll be back in a second to let you know just how far we got. Okay, we are back. Uh, we just beat uh, Creme Quay. Now I hear you saying, wait a minute. That's one world, you guys. Oh, my gosh. This world. Oh. I don't, I don't know, man. This game gets tough. <laughs> this game gets tough. So uh, muscle your way through that, and then uh, join us next week, all right? Or in two weeks. Or in two weeks, that's right. Join us then. You'll need the two weeks. On the next episode of NCS Classic Edition. Swampy and uh, gross and slimy. And there's that... Stupid piranha. There's I just want to tip that piranha over and like stomp on it. Yeah, and call it a bad <laughs> monkey. <laughs> Let's talk about the level where you turn into the snake. I didn't hate it. Hey, don't take out your frustration with this game on me. Who am I supposed I'm to take I'm just it living out? in this world. <laughs> good. These guys aren't good at video games. Me neither. I'm happy to just get through them. And when I say happy, I mean, like, filled with rage. What's a creative podcast network?